1: it was Woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. mace is on comrex today ireland here in studio how was your weekend guys good weekend
2: yeah i mean i get the coughs all weekend so i've been hacking Jesus. away and i thought i don't feel bad i don't feel sick but I'm coughing. I didn't want to come in today, so I'm at home in my wrecked studio that's under being remodeled right now. But other than that, it mean? was a great Rams one. It was a great weekend. Right? Being yeah.
3: remodeled, your your apartment is the size of a refrigerator a box. How can you remodel <laughs> I, anything?
2: I though? live in a house. I've got a studio, a broadcast. I'm redoing the entire studio right now.
1: You're you're rebuilding a home studio.
2: Yeah, a home studio. How,
1: exactly. Other than the technical aspects to make it sound good, what do you put in there? Like, do you make it homey? Do you make it it's sportsy. Uh, what do you do?
2: We've got a we've got a blue screen back here for uh, stuff like that. I've got all sorts of uh, memorabilia and stuff that I've gotten over the years. Um, f- some nice furniture that I got mm-hmm. from my family. I mean, it's just a, it's a nice spot. It's a nice spot. Mace, how, and how I get to do is, a bunch of my shows from here.
4: How, <laughs> how big is the uh, the team? I mean, you have a team of
2: contractors. There's a yes. foreman outside the whole thing. A- Eleven people here. Uh, they, they've taken the afternoon off. Yep. That's what it takes to get one of my studios ready. No, I, I we're just we're just in the process. This, a...
1: this could be an interesting like portal to another Mason. I'm thinking because yeah. Mason, you are similar to me that you like to be here in the studio, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I, I, I don't I do. love we working remotely. We just talked remotely. about that. In fact, we yeah. did. But if you get the setup the way that you want it, with He's your just you know your uh, propensity for time off, this could be a whole new no. era for you. No,
2: I you know <laughs> here's the thing, I. Get Like, today, the only reason I'm doing the show from home is because I've got a cough and I don't want to hack on everybody. But I don't get the same thing doing the show from home that I get from... Like, I like to see Brian. I like to see Bergman. I like to see Ireland. I like to look at the people that I'm talking Mm to uh, as opposed to just talking to a blank wall, which is what
3: I'm going to do.
1: You're the opposite, John, right? 100%. If I didn't have to come in... I would never, never see you again. Here. Yeah. <laughs> same
3: with Michael. By the way, Michael's the exact same way. If they say, if we set him up with a home studio, yep. he would never set foot in this building. We would hear you every day. Which is yes. nice to see you. Yeah. See. And there there are some people in this industry that do, like Tony Kornheiser has not left his house for five years. He hasn't yeah. Yeah. I not I can't do that.
2: Yeah. You know, I can't. And, That's just and, not the way I I've learned to do radio over I mean. the years.
1: Not 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 a chance. Okay. I got a scenario for you guys. First quarter wild card weekend in Detroit. Okay, Rams score a touchdown. Yes. Go ahead, six to nothing. I okay. like it. You kick it, or you go for two.
3: No, no, no. You, you. If you got to give Brett Maher a chance, you did yesterday.
1: We did.
2: We gave him a chance
3: yesterday. And he made he one out of two. It. He made,
1: and the one that went in barely went in. Just right.
3: barely went in. Now, having said this. I would not put Brett Maher on the postseason roster. I would go get another kicker. Okay. Because- uh,
2: but, like, who do you get? I Don't you think they've exhausted every possible Obviously at this point? Obviously
1: not. I think if there were something readily available that they thought was better or at least different, they would have done it by now.
3: Um, you're telling me that on planet Earth, <laughs> there is no one more qualified no. than Brett Maher to have that job? I'm
1: not telling you that, John. Sean McVay and Les Snead are telling you that. Right, because... That's
3: what I was going to say. Les Snead and Sean McVay,
2: I'm sure, have left no stone unturned in trying to find a kicker. They were close on Mason Ultimately, they circled back around to the guy they thought gave them the best chance. I mean, it's scary as hell every time he lines one up. But I've got to believe he's better than Robbie Gould or whoever's out there. Otherwise, Sean McVay, being one of the smartest guys in the league, would have done it. John, John, I'm with you. Yeah, and, and by the, that, by the way, I disagree scenario. with
3: everything Mason just said. I mean, how, how can you say that Robbie Gold isn't as good as Brett? Well, Maher? Look, look, how maybe, can you
2: say that that Sean McVay doesn't want look, the best possible kicker on the field? Because he can. has
3: Brett Maher as his kicker. I, I yeah, think but the, you don't think
2: you wouldn't think Sean McVay wants to come down to a last-second field I, goal? And I'm with, with, with you, Mason. I think, somebody better out there.
1: I'm with you. First of all, we don't know that Robbie Gold wants to be on a team. That is fair. We, we yes. don't know that Robbie Gold wants to be a Ram, right? We there there could be extenuating circumstances where they picked up the phone and called an ass and it didn't work out i think the overall idea of that they're okay with this is not true they just can't find a better solution that they're stuck with this not that they've chose this but that this is kind of where they are if you're talking about go find a soccer player somewhere and just say give him the job okay but they obviously feel that's not a better way to go about it or i think they would do it
3: then they're being closed-minded and wrong and i'll give you an example of why Um, This kid, Autry, for the Cowboys, who missed one field goal the whole year, was the place kicker for the Birmingham Stallions Mm -hmm. of the, what is it, the XFL or the USFL? They
1: combined, so I don't know which version of that he was in.
3: So, I mean, are you telling me they have brought in every kicker from the USFL and the XFL and auditioned them? What I'm
1: telling you is they know more about it than
2: we do.
3: Well, then, if Brett Maher is the best they could come up with, I mean, unless Smeat's a really good GM, there's something going on that they're not telling us.
2: By the way, among the people that they have uh, tried, uh, and there's a long list of people they tried, somebody named Randy Bullock, who's a kicker. They tried Mason Crosby. They tried a guy named Tucker McCann, who uh, is Bullock used to, Austin, also, yeah. Yeah. Too, Siebert, who used to kick for the
1: Texans. I remember that man.
2: And I Austin, yeah, Austin Seibert, who used to kick for the Browns. As well. Matthew Wright, who used to kick for the Steelers. <laughs> There's like a long list of guys that they have auditioned and circled back around to. Eh, what do, it, Mace, in,
1: will, in I'm, that I'm, situation do you kick it or, or or let me ask you two ways. What do you do? What do you think Sean McVay does? Because I feel like they've gotten to the point where all right, unless we have no other choice, we're going to run a play.
2: I say if if it's the start of the game,
4: opening drive, I think you kick it. I do too. John, I'm with you. I, I say kick it in the beginning. Travis is talking about you already seen enough. Why am I letting him kick? How it? many more do I, you have to see him miss? I, I
3: think early in the game, is well, Travis, that's this guy your position. The then Brett Maher absolutely should not be on the roster. If you yep. if he's on the roster and you're not going to play him, then why have him? Then on why there? have him? Why because get him take I, up a roster Because
1: I spot? do think there are a couple scenarios where you don't have a choice. I, I think to go for t- in the situation that I'm laying out before you guys early in the game, yeah. right, first touchdown of the day, and there's tons of time left. You're. Brett Maher has almost become a 50-50 proposition as a PAT guy, and going for two is basically a 50-50 proposition. I'm going to trust Matthew Stafford more than Maher. But let's say it's fourth, fourth and, and fourth and 10. There's 20 seconds left in the game. You're down by two, and you're on the 25-yard line. You have to kick it at that point. Right. So he has to be on the roster. I just don't know how much you use him.
2: Well, and sadly, the end of the game is where you absolutely must use him uh, if it comes down to a game-winning field goal, and that is going to be the scariest thing. <laughs> Use him early. Damn Use right. Him early. Damn Use him early. Use him early.
4: See if you got anything, and maybe he's, you know, builds a little momentum and go from there.
2: Yeah. By the way, and if he start, if he gets into a little groove at the beginning, then maybe you feel a little he better. He missed about five it.
1: PATs in a row in yeah. the playoffs
4: last year. Yeah, but he team. nailed that sixth one. <laughs> yeah, that, what that, that, you have to hope he for did if, you're back.
3: A, if you're a Ram fan is that this guy is working 16 hours a day to work through whatever it was that got him into the league in the first place. Because based on what we saw against the Niners, he's not ready. Although no. it's weird, Tom tell, tell, and Cappy would be good for this. But how much of kicking is between the
2: ears? More than half. Yeah.
1: More than half. See-
2: that's that's what I think the problem is and I noticed it yesterday the uh, San Francisco kicker what's that kid's name Jake Moody Jake Moody missed the one and then missed the second cuz yep. he was in a bad
1: head And he's space. a good kicker. And he's yeah. an
2: excellent kicker. That was the first field goal he missed all year. Body's so sometimes it's between the ears it's not just technically the way you are uh, striking the I football. don't know if
1: this is like apples to apples or not, but it's almost like the guy that's the bad free-throw shooter. You can go work on it all you want and put in all the time, and then you get to the line in the game. No, but and there's and a difference. That thing looks like a
4: there, there, there's thimble. A, there's a difference. Shaq was not asked to – you're not – Shaq was Shaq. It had nothing to do with free-throws. He just – that was a part of the game that he had no choice to avoid. <laughs> These field goal kickers are literally only on the field to kick field goals and extra points.
1: What about Carson Wentz? So – Here's my other thing that I think was kind of cracked open yesterday. Because he was so good running, they ran him 17 times yes, yesterday. Yes, And he's he's like 6'5", he's 240, he's a big, strong guy. Fourth and one, and if you're not going to kick, if you've decided that this is a position where you go, do you bring him in on those oh, short Oh, that's an
2: interesting call. To, to I kind,
1: hate that idea. To, to kind of use that because it brings an yeah. element to the team that you don't have with Matthew right. Stafford. And you're not
2: risking Matthew Stafford right play. That's a you got to call McVeigh with that one. <laughs> we well, are
1: you guys talking Norman, to him this week?
3: New Orleans does that, right? They take Derek Carr out. Uh, Taysom Hill, they bring Taysom him Hill in. Taysom Hill, Hill in, yeah, in, yeah. In, in those situations. I think so. that's a great call. Yeah.
1: Okay, so how far back do you push it? I mean, at fourth and one, okay. Fourth and two, are you taking the one of the best quarterbacks in the league off the field? That doesn't seem like a good idea.
3: If you're definitely not going to throw, what's the problem?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would be very reluctant to take number nine off the field. The mic sucks, Chris. Yeah, this sucks? Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah, don't know the numbers. That either. that that one is not working. I'm just mic. telling you, it's yep. it's not it's not working out. You got <laughs> my spot. You
4: want it? <laughs> I had to call in for the second hour. Yeah.
5: Wait, but what's <laughs> wrong with <laughs> this mic? That not not. Just but, don't use that mic. Oh, this you one sound is bad. good. Yeah. What brings you in? Travis, we're solutions oriented. You don't just say, Oh, this mic sucks. Yeah. Well that
2: ultimately well, I mic does suck. I know well, you think that's like that's like LeBron Friday. Night. I know you Major think there's sucks. this
1: magical person that has to deal with it. Is it you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, get that mic fixed, because
5: that mic sucks. Okay, I come in today because you know there's so much going on with yeah. the Rams and the Lakers national championship, it's a Celsius championship Monday, that I almost forgot to tell you. We gotta give away some Genesis invitational tickets today. Today, let's Whoa. go. So you win if you're caller number seven, you get a pair of tickets to the Genesis Invitational, and you're qualified to play in the Dream Forsome on Monday, January twenty second at Riv with Travis Let's Rogers, go. myself.
1: Let's go. Maybe
5: Tommy Lamb. Who knows? <laughs> caller number seven right now, 710 ESPN. Of course, Tigers Tournament, Nike Less Tiger. I'm right?
3: Yeah. He's starting his own brand, right, John? Yes. Has been has wanted to for a long time. Oh, that's
2: what he's that's why he left Nikes. Yeah.
3: Oh, By the way, no. Co- rumor is Kobe was going to do that, too, before he died. Was going to branch off, start a Like, similar
1: to Jordan, like under a larger company or totally separate?
3: Totally separate.
1: Okay. Wow. Will it be called El Gray? <laughs> I like that. That was a bit once
3: on the
5: Eldrick show. Eldrick, Inc.? Was
4: clothes we used to wear when we used oh, to Tigre, go to Macy's yeah. and the, the little Penny. Yeah, instead
1: of the alligator, you had the tiger, the and, little El Tigre. And
5: the quote under the tiger is, sorry, champ.
4: Why did I think <laughs> why did I think Nautica was like Fendi or something?
5: Anyway, the Genesis Invitational Tiger Certificate plays February 15th through the 18th at the greatest <laughs> place in the world. This is the one thing that keeps me sane all year, the Genesis Invitational. So call number seven right now. And we've got go. stuff. we got tickets to give away all week long. <laughs> This mic sounds very compressed. It, it does. It's, but that's okay. It's radio. Really now, what's wrong with this mic? Let me see this. I don't know. Let's see. Turn yeah, on. try that Try mic. it out. Oh, hold on. Checking. The checking. Genesis. Yeah, there's not a lot of. And we changed out the processor. Maybe it's the cable. Yeah, yeah no, that sounds crappy.
1: Tur- go How's back to the better? other one.
2: Is this Michael's mic? We that doesn't sound mic. good. Yeah, no, try that the other side, side back here. Sounds bad. Yeah, live engineering session. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry, Mister. I'm at home today. He can't that hear seems you. to be a problem, John. John. Let's see. Super super cross talk, live engineering.
1: <laughs> caller numbers? Do we have caller number seven yet? Yeah. Uh, Some, somebody's going to be qualified. I don't
4: know. This is, <laughs> this is like your uh, Super Nintendo didn't work.
0: Let's just turn blow, it off. Blow let's in, let's the, blow in uh, the cartridge. Let's try Absolutely.
1: It again.
4: Let's try we
2: again. are John. making the Cappy Cast look major market. Rate.
1: <laughs> Riviera, the best golf course in L.A. I don't think there's any question for me. It's my favorite spot. in Of all the venues, sports venues we have here, that is it. There, there, there's, there's the Rose Bowl, there's SoFi, Dodger Stadium, there's a million of them. That's my favorite.
3: It's either that, LACC, or Bel Air. Bel Air's three. pretty good, too. Yeah, one of those three.
1: Bel Air's pretty good when you sit in that bar and have the cocktails afterwards. Why am I, I not like surprised
3: that, that the Bel Air golf course is nice?
1: Yeah, go figure, right?
3: Mm. Pretty pretty nice I spot. think Jerry West still holds the record for one of the nines there.
1: I, I, I played oh, golf really? with him one time there. He it is. was really? quite an it was quite an adventure did you, hear the f. F.
3: did you hear the f word more than once
1: more than once yeah yep. more than once he's a competitive guy i don't know if you know that about him or not
3: i was walking through a golf tournament once and i was in the parking lot and i was walking into the after the round party okay and jerry was there he goes hey hang on a minute i'll walk in with you i go okay i he, he said how'd you do out there i go i did pretty good for me i shot 80 he goes I go, how'd you do he goes and 71 Yeah. <laughs> and i'm like 71 like one under and he's like yeah i should have been a 68 like he is he is as competitive he, as you get well remember
2: we did the lakers golf tournament out there one year and jerry was one of the players and we had heard that he had a hole in one at some point during the during the course, and uh, he came up. We were like, "Hey, Jerry, congratulations on the uh, on the hole in one." And he said, "Yeah, I missed that effing putt at seventeen. It was like <laughs> couldn't couldn't even enjoy the fact that he had hole in one."
1: Would you enjoy an ace, Chris, or would you find something to not be pleased about? You, I,
2: th-
5: I
3: think you, this one's a little bit better. Little I bit. A little bit
5: different, Mike, but I don't know
3: what's going uh, on. Yeah, it's it's not as good as that one. The other one's better. We might have to rip up this thing. Yeah, that that one's no good. Let's see. Anyway, when that's, not, much that's much now better. No good. kidding, guys. <laughs> We're to uh,
0: have to fix it
1: right now. I wouldn't
5: enjoy it. I, think, I don't think you would either. Why not? I got not? to witness Tommy do it during the pandemic at Black oh, That's Gold, right. And I was really happy for him. But for me, it would be like, You're it might make me not else? play golf for the next six months.
2: Why? Really? Because, because you've already accomplished a hole-in-one, so right. what's the point of going on?
5: John,
3: how many do you have? Two. Two? Yeah. Were they spaced apart or were they pretty? Yeah, real? no, spaced apart. Yeah. My dad lived to be 84. Never had one. Had played oh. pl- had one. Had to watch me get one with him, and had to watch my mom get one with him. No <laughs> way! and he, got one on his birthday. Oh, are you kidding God. me? With Berner. with on on 17 at the Newport Beach Country Club, which is the one place I, where I, everyone can see I, it. I know
1: exactly. What and saying.
3: my mom hits the ball over the lake. It bounce rolls. Right is your roll mom a alive. golfer? She's a 16 handicap. Oh, my gosh. So not bad.
1: That's really good.
3: Yeah, for an older woman, she would yell at me if I gave her age.
1: Was your dad secretly pissed?
3: Oh, not even secretly. (laughs) (laughs) He let it be known. Yeah. And then I was on a father-son golf trip to Canada on the last day, and I, I was in the cart with him when I got mine. And then he got the one with my mom, but he never had one. And he played more rounds of golf than either one of us.
1: My dad's 75 still didn't have one. Yeah. I don't have one. I've played a lot of golf. Really? I do.
3: I, There's a guy I I play with at uh, Mountain Gate who said seven of
1: them. Yeah, that's silly. I'm
3: surprised you don't have one. I would think you got one of those. I really have belt.
1: never even come super close. He's not a precision golfer, Sly. Yeah. No, no. I I'm a decent golfer, but I've never I've never really even come close. He doesn't but have hands like an angel like me. I'm a precision <laughs> well, with my wedge. I don't know if I'd say that. I my my hands are okay. They're like uh, earthbound angel
3: well it's in there's a certain amount of luck involved i was playing with austin reeves once and he hit it to literally one inch Hmm. and i went wow you must have a bunch of holes in one he goes never oh wow never had one he goes i've got a bunch like that that have been very close but you got to get lucky
1: all right, well, somebody maybe make one with uh, Chris and I when we go out to Riviera coming up here in a couple of weeks. So keep listening. we have get a chance to give away a bunch of those tickets and a chance to play in the dream foursome. Super Cross Talks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about.
6: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
2: ah good afternoon
6: good, good
3: afternoon. afternoon good afternoon
2: so what's going on people it is a uh, you know the script is in full effect john we've got uh, matthew stafford returning to detroit jared goff versus sean McVay. we've got mike mccarthy versus green it's like everything fell into place and the nfl script has been very well written this year. What do
3: you think? Well, I can't wait for that game on Sunday night. Oh, my God. I I think Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit is his wife just posted a nine-minute thank you video to Detroit that Stafford sent when he was traded to the Rams. She just sent it out again, and it's going to be highly emotional for him.
2: Right, and they're going to tear the Lions' hearts out.
3: Well, I think the Lions are favored by three last time I looked. Did
2: you see three? Okay. It
3: opened up at two and a half. And then it moved to three. I think the line, but you get three points for being the home team, which basically means this is a coin flip. But I think it's a great matchup for the Rams. Oh, such Just, a good
2: matchup, such a good match. And for you know, and I, I said from the beginning of the year, I thought the Rams had a shot to make the playoffs. And I think I tagged them for nine games at one point, and they wind up with ten wins, ten wins. And if you go back and you think, had they had a kicker, they would have beaten Pittsburgh. They damn near beat Cincinnati. I mean, they they are very close to being one of the top teams in the NFC, and certainly they finished the year as one of the top teams in the NFC. And as everybody says, you know, like I was watching the getup today, John, nobody wants to play the Rams right now.
3: Right. And that doesn't mean the Lions won't win. They could, and they're going to be at home, and they've had a great season. But for Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford, this has got to be incredibly emotional and weird where, you know, they're friends with half the guys on the other team. Yeah. So and
2: one guy got traded for the other guy. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of unprecedented in terms of matchups. I can't think of any storyline that's quite.
3: Yeah, it's like, a good point. I, I, I'm trying both to
2: guys are I'm retarded, trying to
3: remember right? where two quarterbacks got traded for each other and now they're playing against each other with a chance to move on.
2: Crazy, crazy. So uh, so we got that. I mean, this is a monster week. Today's uh, National Championship Day. We'll do some Lakers. Um, actually, let's start Lakers. Then let's go national championship. OK, John, I was encouraged. Uh, obviously, Friday night was just a you know what show for the Lakers. Absolute yep. Disaster against the Memphis Grizzlies. And at that point, I just went on the assumption that, of course, they're going to get blown out yesterday to the Clippers. And in fact, they went out, they played very, very hard. Uh, They played really good defense. Uh, They held the Clippers to under 40% shooting, I think, from the field. They uh, did. 41% shooting from the field. Uh, They shot the three ball pretty well. Uh, LeBron and AD did all the stuff that we've come accustomed to this year, LeBron and AD doing, and the supporting cast rose up, and they, they were able to get a win yesterday. Well, and this is
3: what's so tantalizing about the Lakers, is that every once in a while they show you what they're capable of like they did with the in-season tournament, like they did on their run to the Final Four last year, like they did last night. So we know it's in there somewhere. It's just a matter of them getting doing it consistently. And obviously when they're 4-10 and in their last 14 games, they're not doing it consistently. But the Clippers were the hottest team in the league. They'd won 14 out of 16. Kawhi has been unbelievable, and they just locked him up. Yeah. And so this is why – now, here comes Toronto – tomorrow night in a game that the Lakers will be favored in and should win. But Toronto just beat up Golden State last night. Right. So And then Phoenix coming in Thursday, the Lakers have already beaten them three times. So you know they're going to be mad. So yeah, th- I mean,
2: it's it's not – excuse, right? I mean, January is make or break for this team. Are, are they going to be a team that finishes top six or are they going to be a team that finishes – you know, scrambling around for the tenth seed uh, in the play-in tournament. They're one and two so far in January. Eight of their next nine are at Crypto. No back-to-backs. One quick, quick trip to Utah. I think that's on Saturday. Is that game? But I, to me, they have to go at a bare minimum five and four over the next nine. A bare minimum that would put them at five hundred after January. Can yeah, you, I've, you know, I've
3: got higher hopes than you do. Well, I, no,
2: I said they have to be a bare minimum. I expect more, but a bare minimum.
3: You know, because of those nine games, eight of them are at home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, so I'm thinking five and three, six and two, seven and one. I mean, obviously I'm getting greedy, but, um, but what's so frustrating is which Laker team's going to show up, the one that played bad against Memphis on Friday or the one that played great last night. You just don't know. Yeah, but uh, I think it's going to determine what Rob does with the roster. I don't I know you feel differently, but I don't believe the Darvin Ham is on the hot seat narrative. Do. I, do. I know you do and, I, and most people do. And maybe and, and let me say this, I may be too close to it. Right. Um, because I'm over there and I see how hard those guys are working and I see the dynamic between Darvin and the front office and I know they like each other and maybe I'm just blind to the fact that that changes could be coming. I just don't buy it. I, I yeah,
2: I mean, and I think it takes a bad month for changes to become. Like, there were some people that said, well, if they lose to the Clippers, it's over. I think it, no matter what, I think it was going to take deeper into the month. I mean, I think you, you got to the end of month to figure out, are we real? Are we not real? Does LeBron pull the plug on Dar? I mean, all this stuff, I think, is real and in play. But the one good sign about yesterday, to me, is that if there was ever a time when a team had thrown in the towel, uh, and and we're gonna roll over and play dead. Yesterday would have been the time for the Lakers, but I think they played for Darvin Ham. Um, I think they played really hard. Um, I think they played defense. I played the, the. I think they played a physical and and grinding kind of game, and they were able to do it. And if they didn't believe in Darvin, I don't think they would have.
3: Hey, let me ask you guys something about the end of the game last night. And you guys tell me, maybe I'm overthinking this, but I don't think I am. All right, Austin Reeves goes to the line for two free throws. The Lakers are up by two. He miss- There's four seconds left. He misses the first one. All right. So now you know the Clippers are going to have a chance to tie with a three-pointer, but he still has to make the second one. Clippers have no timeouts. He makes the second one, so it's 106-103. They have four seconds. The Lakers had a foul to give. So in my mind, Mace, as soon as the Clippers inbound the ball in the backcourt, you wrap them up, make them take it out again. That'll run one or two seconds off the clock. Mm -hmm. Then when they bring it in again, foul them again. Then with two seconds left, they only get two free throws. Even if they make them both, the game's over and you win by one. Instead, the Lakers just played it out. And Norman Powell drove up the right side. Austin Reeves was right on him, did a good job of playing defense without fouling. And when I, I don't know if you guys saw this play, when I say this went in and out, I mean, it was all the way inside the cylinder and it rimmed out and the Lakers won. So because they won, does that mean I'm wrong? That they shouldn't have fouled? No.
2: No. No, I mean, I, I. It sounds like, and you've talked about this before on the show, that that this is. I, I don't understand why they don't do it. You explain it in such a sensible and logical way, and yet players, coaches, I assume, aren't seeing it the way you're seeing it. It makes perfect sense the way you line it up. Is that a Darvin thing? Is that a players-on-the-floor No,
6: Darvin doesn't like to foul. Greg, would you foul there? Uh, Absolutely. Just because you had a foul to give, that takes off two seconds. It makes the most sense. I think the only reason that they may not is because they
3: don't want to allow a three-point shot and a foul. Right. Well, that and there is video evidence somewhere. Somebody today will send me this now that I've gone on this rant where – You foul, the other team goes down, they make the first shot, so now it's 106-104, and then they miss the second one on purpose and get a clean look closer to the basket when they only need two, and they tie the game that way. But I just think if the three is the only thing that can hurt you, why let them take a three?
6: just for yeah, the reasons I stated.
3: Yeah, but they got away with it, and they won, and everybody's happy, and And let's see what happens tomorrow night. R.J. Barrett had a season-high 37 against the Warriors last night, so that trade seems to be working out for Toronto. So they play Toronto, then they play Phoenix on Thursday, then they play Utah on um, Saturday in Utah. That's the one road game. And then a week from today, Mays, next Monday yep. is when we're going to be at Ralph's for the BB Go giveaway. Right. Um, by the way, let me tell you about that. Ralph's and BB Go are giving away a pair of courtside seats Ooh. to a Laker game. Now, we give away Fifth Row Friday. By the way, doesn't Fifth Row Friday start yeah, up again Fifth today? Yeah, Fifth Row Friday
2: is back starting today.
3: Okay, so here's all you got to do to win courtside seats. These are like the ones that Rich Paul and Adele and Jack Nicholson sit in. Um, you go to any Ralph's store, you can come to the one in Redondo Beach where Mason and I are going to be next week. And Sasha Vujicic is just going to be with us that day. Derek Fisher is going to be with us that day. All you do is you walk inside. You buy $10 worth of BB-Go. 10 bucks. That's it. There's other prizes you can win, too, including Lakers swag, more BB-Go. Just get yourself to a Ralph's. Buy BB-Go for a chance to win. Now, after you buy it, hang on to your receipt. And then go to Lakers.com slash BB-Go sweeps. To upload your receipt, and that's it. You're entered. So, Mace, we're encouraging everybody to come see us next week. You can kind of kill two birds with one stone. You come see us, watch the show. They've got tons and tons of BB go there. You walk in, you spend 10 bucks, send your receipt to that site, and you could Bam. somebody's winning. Somebody's sitting in courtside seats. So uh, that that's something we're gonna be pounding all week is go to a Ralph's. It's gotta be a Ralph's. And yep. you got to buy Bibigo in the frozen food section of the supermarket. Once you buy 10 bucks worth of it, send your receipt in, and you're entered, and that's it. Easy money for somebody. Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, and Fifth Row Fridays, as you mentioned, is back
2: this week. So that means you got to pay attention to absolutely everything we say. Between now and 3 o'clock on this combo plate, there will be one fact one conversation that will lead you to a correct answer that will be on the quiz Friday at three 30 and you will be in the fifth row at a Lakers game. Yeah. So-
3: and by the way, it could be something simple. It could be as simple as why was Mason not in the studio on Monday? He had a cough. Yes. Uh, or it could be more advanced. It could be something that come up later in the show. So you got to write stuff down and listen to all of it.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next for you, Dodgers are continuing To load up, we'll tell you about their new left fielder coming up next. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN.
6: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for
2: details. And just got a text from not stepdad Leo. He says BBGo, we've done it. Mom purchased some Go the other night, and we That's love them. That's what I'm Good talking going, about. John? Yeah, people love the BBGo.
3: All right, and if you enter, if you go to that website, Lakers.com/slash/BBGo sweeps, and and put a picture of your receipt in there, then you're entered for the courtside seats.
2: Yeah. So and a bunch uh, of other stuff too. So, Ireland, I, you probably you didn't see. Um, I watched them. They came on at 8 o'clock after the Lakers game, uh, the Golden Globe Awards. No, I
3: one- didn't see any of it, but the host, whoever that guy was, is getting pounded. Was he really bad? He was awful. Oh, okay. So, awful. It, it's deserved the pounding uh, now, he's taking. Laura, who, you're a fan of this guy, right? Who is it, Laura? What was his name?
2: We can't hear you. Oh, my God, the microphone's are. Angry. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and,
0: and, and, Laura, who is it? Okay, so Joe Coy, he is a Filipino comedian who I've loved. I've actually met before. He's a great dude. I honestly thought he was going to hit just because I think he's funny. He's been funny every—I've seen him live, but it just didn't. It yeah. didn't hit at all. It was it, a it's, a,
3: it's a tough needle to thread.
0: But Those like big yeah. award shows. Ten days ago, he just got the job. So,
2: Brian, did you get that one clip I pointed out to you? Yeah, we got it. Oh, okay, so here is, and his name is Joe... Coy? Coy, I think. K-O- Joe Coy. K-O-Y. Um, yeah. Here is here's a little moment where he does something I, I was really surprised at. Hit it.
5: The key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Uh, or what casting directors call character actor. <laughs> <laughs> some I wrote, some other people wrote. Robert De Niro's here. Yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. You got, you're kidding me, right? Slow
2: down. I wrote some of these, and they're the ones you're laughing at. All right, there you go. So he threw the writers under the bus.
3: Yeah. My, my guess is after that, he, either he or the writers will not be back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what, Margot Robbie last night? Yeah. It's impossible that there's a more beautiful woman in the world than Margot Robbie. She's It's you unbelievable. Understand. She is so
3: Well, beautiful. there is a great line in the Barbie movie. Yeah. So Helen Mirren serves as kind of a narrator on that yes, movie. Yes, yes. And there's a portion of it where they're trying to make, it was a very um, empowering female movie. Like they, they had a it had a message that women are more than just, you know, people to look at. And and so somebody in the maybe it was Margot Robbie, somebody in the cast went, I I don't understand why you know we have presidents, and we have lawyers, and we have doctors, and I don't understand what the problem is. Getting men to take women seriously um we're more than just our looks. And Helen Mirren cuts in and goes, Note to producers. Hiring Margot Robbie to play this part <laughs> does not make your point. <laughs>
2: the average woman, Margot Robbie. Right. Yes. Uh, uh, by the way, I missed my uh, my six leg parlay last night on the Golden Globes. Oh,
3: you did miss it. I thought I I saw you hit a couple of them at least. I hit a
2: couple of them. Um, why did I got, you miss on? I missed on. Best comedy, which turned out to be a movie called Poor Things instead of Barbie.
3: There should That's be the one that Emma Stone is in, right?
2: Yes. Okay. Best actor drama did not go to Bradley Cooper, who I thought was... If you've not seen that show, John, you should watch uh, Maestro. He's unbelievable.
3: I heard it's not good. Who said that? Bergman, have you seen Maestro? No, I really don't want to see it either. Why? Somebody. I can't remember who, but somebody told me it's not good. It looks awful.
2: It, so wait a minute. So this unnamed person, who you can't remember now, who yeah. told you... It wasn't Somebody good. In the is that Gr- enough is that enough to steer you away from seeing the movie. Well, I wasn't on all
3: gung ho about it anyway, but um The crazy thing is he conducts
2: the conducting thing is the crazy thing. He like is conducting an orchestra for real. It's And it's didn't cr- he direct it? And he directed it, yeah. yeah. So he, he's Emily, great. Emily just
6: walked in and said, Maestro
3: sucks. Oh, yeah, maybe oh, it was Emily. Em, maybe, what is wrong with that? No, Emily? maybe it was Emily <laughs> that told me it's terrible. I'm
2: canceling the uh, Oscar preview show that Emily and I were going to do together on 710 ESPN. <laughs> Why, because she doesn't like that, Maestro? She's the one person that, uh, that follows this stuff uh, like I do. I heard her all morning long trying to sneak in stuff from the Golden Globe. It was a fun show. It was a fun show. So, John, the Dodgers over the weekend...
3: All right, can um, i make can I make an honest admission? yeah, I've never heard of this outfielder.
2: oh, he's good,
3: Craig, had you heard of him Yes, of course he's, yeah, yeah we've been,
2: we've been actually following this for a few days. The Dodgers have been in conversation uh with the agent for a guy named uh Teoscar Hernandez um he ended up signing with the Dodgers. He's gonna play left field for us uh one year twenty three point five million dollars and guess what? He's deferring $8.5 million of it until after 2030. Um, and he turned down multi-year deals to sign with the Dodgers. He's 31. Last year he batted 258 with 26 homers and 93 RBIs. His career year was four years ago in Toronto, 296, 32 homers, 116 RBIs. And Jim Bowden says he will be the everyday left fielder with uh, Manuel Margot and uh, Jason Hayward platooning in right field. I think this is another huge grab for the Dodgers. All right,
3: let me ask what might be a dumb question. Um. J.D. Martinez put up better numbers than this last year, but he can't play outfield. No, does right? not play the They field. don't. Yeah. They
6: don't connect. Shohei Otani is your D.H. J.D. Martinez only a D.H. So he yeah. he,
3: he couldn't play outfield no. even if you wanted him to. They, Correct. Uh, th- their okay. whole
6: joke in like Boston and other places was that he didn't even own a glove. Gotcha. Okay.
2: Yeah. So that's just not his jam. But I'll tell you what, this this is a great. Now I was trying to f- I was playing with the lineup a little bit. Uh, where? How would you bat the top three, Mookie, Freddie, Otani? In that order or a different order?
3: Um, well, I would go to Otani and say, where do you want to hit, and then adjust around that. I think Otani is usually the two spot, so
6: I would go Mookie, Otani, Freddie.
2: Mookie, Otani, Freddie. Yes. And then I would assume Will Smith.
6: Uh, they might put Hernandez up there. You
2: think Hernandez could, he could, could go possi- straight to the cleanup spot? He could spot? go
6: straight to the cleanup spot. I,
2: You know what? It's not impossible. Will Smith, Max Muncy, James Altman, either Margot or Hayward. Gavin, and have we heard anything on Gavin Lux? Is he okay? Is he ready to go?
6: Yeah, he's supposed to be the everyday sh- shortstop. Now, okay, and he's is, healthy.
3: Is the fact that they signed this guy – how do you pronounce his first name? Oscar. Does Teoscar Hernandez mean that Kike Hernandez is probably not coming back?
6: Yes. Probably not. I mean, I guess they could bring him back on a really small deal that is just to be a utility guy, but right. where are you going to put him?
3: Well, you, you you would use him as a backup to all these guys. What about he's Chris kind Taylor?
2: Of, he's kind of redundant with Chris Taylor. Right. Yeah. That's you why put I, him in the infield, you put him in the outfield. That's kind of the job you've got Chris Taylor doing.
6: You chose Chris Taylor over Kike Hernandez in the last offseason. That's the same kind of deal. Right.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: I, I'll tell you what, and I, I know we talked about that Sports Illustrated story last week with all the predictions and five of the Sports Illustrated writers, if we were to believe they're real people, uh, <laughs> they, they said the biggest prediction for 2024 is that the Dodgers would not win the World Series.
3: Well, statistically, that prediction is accurate. Even the team with the highest payroll, I think, has won the World Series once since the turn of the century.
2: Is that right?
3: Yeah, I think it was like the 09 Yankees, the wow. one that had Teixeira and A Rod and Jeter and all those guys. Every other year, someone, uh, some other team has won it, and you know, I think we haven't had a repeat champion since the Yankees
2: in Yankees. the early.
6: Yeah,
3: well, you'd have to go. You'd have to go back like twenty years, right? Yeah, yeah. So
2: um
6: so by the way uh Fangraphs put out the projected wins for 20 Oh wait a minute is this the picota or is this No 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 this is Fangraphs projected can wins. Can I okay. get Can I guess on the Dodgers? Yes, guess on the Dodgers.
3: 100 even.
2: I'm going to go 111.
6: The highest are the Braves with 98. Okay. The Dodgers are second. FanGraphs has them with 92 wins. Oh
2: my God, that's Fangraphs, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs>
6: FanGraphs says they run in Shohei, Yamamoto, Glasnow,
3: and lose
6: eight games.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that. Uh, that's that's a
6: just weird. Ass prediction. Yeah, I,
3: so that they, must be based on the on the unreliability of the starting pitching. That's it's, the only thing I can think of. It's nonsense because the Rangers won the World Series, right?
6: Yep. Where do you think they have? FanGraphs has them winning.
2: Uh, probably uh, 90 games. What about you, John?
6: 85. 82. Wow. They say they're going to go from winning the World Series to 82 wins. Yeah,
2: yeah I don't trust fans. I, just... You know what I do trust? I do trust when the Pocota standings come out. That's baseball perspective. They're close. Uh, they, they tend to nail it. But I, I think this Dodger team is 110 wins. And you know what? And it's going to be fun. It'll be a fun summer. And Otani will be there. It's going to be exciting all year long. All that stuff. But it's still going to come down to a crapshoot. Uh, you need those last 11 wins, and they haven't been able to. Haven't even been able to get the first three of the last two years.
3: Right. And I can't tell you how the highest payroll is not indicative of who ends up winning it. It's, that's yeah. a consistent thing in baseball. So you can't assume because the Dodgers went out. Yeah, I guess this is a long way of saying you can't buy the World Series nope. outright. You, it doesn't mean they can't win it, but it, it doesn't, even if they're the favorites, it doesn't mean they're going to win.
2: Can't buy it, but they've made an enormous down payment on winning it. Uh, all right, coming up next, going to spin the wheel of questions. It is a combo plate. I want to get to that national championship thing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, tonight,
3: I, I have a we very strong... We have that, right, Greg? We have the game? Yes. Michi- yeah, we, Michigan, got, yes, we do it. 430, Washington.
2: Oh. I've got a very strong opinion on who's going to win tonight. Okay. So we'll do that uh, coming up next for you, plus a wheel of questions. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine over the weekend uh, who has been dealing with loneliness. And on- honestly, loneliness is a crisis in America. A lot of people... Uh, feeling that right now. And I am proud to be working with the LA Department of Men- LA County Department of Mental Health on this uh, project and this partnership. And one of the things that we've talked about is is loneliness. And if you are lonely and if that leads to depression or if you're it's anxiety uh, or you feel overwhelmed by everything coming at you, there are always resources that you can turn to. Uh, with the L.A. Department of Mental Health. Now, I'll say the first thing you should do is tell whoever is closest to you what's going on so they know how to support you. Second thing, and if if you need it, this is important, call the L.A. County Department of Mental Health Helpline uh, for free service referrals, crisis counseling. It is 24-7. That's 800-854-7771. You can also visit the website, dmh.lacounty.gov, dmh.lacounty.gov. The L.A. County Department of Mental Health is here for you. Hope, recovery, and well-being. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Uh, Ready? Here we go. Uh, John, if you... Reach if you could reach all your dreams, all your wishes come true. Okay, what would you do next? Hmm. all your wishes have come true. What do you do next?
3: Good question. Um, I don't know, I would that I would change that much, I would retire. You probably would not. No. Um, but I don't know where I would go. Um, I would. Would you really retire? Yeah. Because
2: w- isn't doing the Lakers one of your dream, yeah. dreams?
3: Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd retire from that job. I'm talking about the show. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. That uh, priorities, do. priorities. <laughs> yeah. the, no, well, that job <laughs> I'll eventually be fired from. No, no, no. Everybody no, who's had that job has been fired from it. Um, so that's just, it's just probably a matter of time. Um, but that's, a good. I don't know, what would you do?
2: I think it can be summarized in one word: give. If I've got everything that I ever wanted in life, let me let me try to shift some of that stuff around and help. That's a good other idea. People, big tips and charitable donations and scholarships and all that kind of stuff. I think I would give. Well, give okay. Up let my me ask you. Let too. me ask
3: him at this. You have said many times before. This is somewhere where you and I disagree. Yes. Um. You do not tip if the service is bad. If, if you this, if you correct. had all that money, would you tip if the service is bad?
2: Uh, still wouldn't. I, okay. I'm a giant. By the way, you've given me such a bad rep on tip. I am, aside from service is bad, right? We're really good tippers, right? Like, but we're over the top tippers. But, but there you- are
3: times. I I just I have difficulty believing that there are times that you would not tip. I'll give you an example. The other night, Lisa and I went out to dinner, mm-hmm. and I ordered a whiskey sour, and they brought me something other than that. Uh-oh. Okay. It they, they, they wasn't even close.
2: Did you throw down your drink and storm out?
3: No. When oh. the waitress came over, I said, hey, this isn't what I ordered. Can you just bring me an iced tea? And she felt bad, but she goes, are you sure? You don't want to give him another chance to make it? I go, no, I don't trust him. Just bring me the iced tea. And at the end of the night, um, I still tipped him 20%.
2: I would have tipped that normal. Um, that, uh, that but that's a, bad that service. Fault that the bartender lined up the wrong drink. That's yeah, but that's bad problem. service. It's not the server's problem. Um, I'm talking about grumpy and rude. The only yeah. times I've ever stiffed people are grumpy and rude. Sorry, your job is to be pleasant <laughs> and accommodating, not grumpy and rude. Bergman, so what would you do time. if
3: you were set for life? I think it's
6: pretty easy for me I would just go back to Hawaii I'd lay on a beach I'd be surfing I'd be the greatest surfer ever uh, I would just chill in, in Hawaii and be happy and by the way Mace Yeah. what dreams haven't you realized
2: uh, that's a very good question Wow, that's a very good question. What dreams are you? Not aren't
6: realized? you pretty happy? You're at the top of your career. Yes. You make a decent living. You have I'm in a wonderful long term relationship. Yeah. You have dogs. Home yeah. dogs. So what yeah. haven't you realized?
2: You know, I just want my podcast to be an international sensation. I guess that's what. It, what How do you it's know it isn't me. already? Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's, I, I'm looking at YouTube. People like it, but I, uh, I'm sure the yeah, Philippines are huge. that would be my huge. one thing: is to grow the podcast into. You know, a gigantic thing. Uh, but I, I'm never, I mean, until they lock the door uh, or until my key card stops working, I am going to be at ESPN LA every day. Um, well, not I, today. Because I love that job. But you're right, <laughs> Bergman, I There's not a great deal that I haven't, I don't feel like I've accomplished. What about you? You you would just go to Hawaii?
6: I would go, yeah, I'd go to Hawaii. I'd hang out. I'd, I would just love my life. I'd bring Riley and just have a wonderful life. Uh, Laura, how about you? And yeah, I'd quit. <laughs> you would quit. Yeah, I'd retire. if I had all the money and all that, I'd retire and be happy.
3: Brian, how about you? Uh, I'm right there with Greg. I was first thought was, yep, let me just kick back, beach chair, Ooh. corona in hand, kind of
6: like the commercials, you know, just <laughs> boom, retire, <laughs> live out there on a little hut in the sand.
3: Laura, if you had all, everything you uh, wanted in life, what's your next move?
0: Uh... Everything I wanted in life. Definitely, I would be a millionaire. So, um, I honestly, I would give back a lot. Like, I want to open a nonprofit. Like, that would be one of the biggest things for me.
3: What would the nonprofit focus on?
0: So, it would focus... No, not dogs. I mean, I love dogs, but no, not dogs. Um It would focus on rehabilitation homeless population and introducing okay. them back into society. Good idea. So, wow. that would be one of the biggest things for me. And I want to travel and I want to shop. So, other aside from that, yeah
2: that's what cool mm-hmm. yeah we haven't there are not a lot we're we're very lucky people there are not a lot of things that we haven't accomplished I guess at this but John you've accomplished everything
3: uh getting there gotta you're, you know you're top of your game uh I'm getting there but the I don't know if part of of kind of like growing older is finding new things to, that interest you yeah. so you never know where the road's gonna turn you know
2: yeah that's for sure that's for Twenty sure.
3: years ago, all as I was doing was you know going to bars and playing pickup basketball, and now I don't really do either one of those. Um, yeah. So, yeah.
2: all right. So, a national championship game tonight.
3: Yeah. So I'm curious if you, you made feel— made a big bet. Yeah, Greg. Well, how much did I bet? I'm i Washington in the points. How much should I bet? You took Wash 10k Washington plus five and a half. Okay. So, Mace, are you on the same side as me or the other side?
2: You know, I despise Jim Harbaugh.
3: Right. I think just been I been think this is Jim Harbaugh's last day as the coach at the University too. of Michigan.
2: And I pretty sure he's gonna win tonight. You know, the one thing I
3: Well why don't why this- don't you instead of me betting ten grand mythical money, why don't you and I just bet ten grand?
2: Okay, let's bet straight up.
6: Yeah. Can we do that, Bergman? Yes, you can. So what that gives you. That gives minus him Michigan and half. he's
3: giving me four, four and a half. half, and, yeah, and half. then I have have and then I get five and a half. Okay. Yes. Fair enough.
2: So uh here's the thing about Michigan. They're gonna run the hell out of the football. Uh, they run on almost 56% of their plays. Um, the Washington Huskies are number 72 in the nation in run defense grade, and they are especially bad, bottom 10 in zone read runs. Meanwhile, last week they sacked Jalen Milrose uh, seven times. They blitzed him on what is this? Not they blitzed him on 57% of his dropbacks. Um, and they dropped him on his ass a total of seven times. Um, I think Michigan is going to win this game tonight, and I think they're going to win it handily.
3: Um, I think Michael Penix is a lot better than Jalen Milrose. I don't think he'll hold on to the ball that long. He is a deadly accurate passer. He's great. And if those receivers – they have three NFL receivers on their team. If those receivers get open – here's where I'll agree with you. If this turns into a slog – If Michigan runs 80% of the time and they keep the score down, I think Michigan wins. If each team scores more than 20 points, I think Washington wins.
2: You know, the other weird dynamic here is Michigan has obviously been under a microscope all year long. Uh, Harbaugh was suspended for, what, three games at the beginning, three games at the end, something like that. Um, I think that this Michigan team has got a real us-against-the-world mentality, which has carried them this far far it's like oh yeah you want to mess with our coach you want to mess with our program you want innuendo about stuff we might not and might have and might not done we are all here for it and we're gonna kick some ass it's almost like they're the outsiders the the team that is under constant duress this year and I feel like that sort of bonded them together in a weird way
3: Right. um what popped into my head when you were describing that was that year that Ray Lewis was on trial for his role in a murder. Yes. And everybody said the Ravens can never win. There's too much hanging over their heads. And then they just rolled everybody and won the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe there's a little of that going on.
2: Yeah. Bergman, who do you like tonight?
3: So
6: I like Michigan, but it's mostly because I really like Michael Penix. I think he's a great quarterback. He's going to be a really good pro. I think every time I watch him, he throws these beautiful passes that they're, his receivers are right there for. However, if you have a good cornerback, I think it's going to get picked off. A lot of times it goes through the defender's hands or it's just going just over their hands. So if if he gets picked off a couple of times, which I think is very possible in this
3: game, I think Michigan wins. Where do you guys think Jim Harbaugh is A year from now. So hot
6: in here.
2: He is going to be the Uh. head coach of the Raiders.
3: Yeah.
4: I just saw that. I love that.
3: Well, it makes sense. And here's why. Don Yee is Tom Brady's agent. Brady is, of course, a Michigan guy. And he owns part of the Raiders. Brady went out and bought a small piece of the Raiders from Mark Davis. So why do you hire Don Yee? You could have hired anybody. I think that the Raiders are in play here. I think it's the Raiders or, Brian, it's your chargers. I think one of those two. I don't think the Bears are going to fire Matt Eberflus. I don't think the Cowboys are going to fire Mike McCarthy. I think it's down to those two for Harbaugh. I don't think Atlanta
6: steps up. Can I just ask you a question about Matt Eberflus for just a second? I heard it on the morning show this morning. I thought it was a really good point. Do you think if the Bears next year, they bring in Caleb Williams and they have a bad year, does Eberflus get fired? Yes. Yes. If that's yeah. the case, why not fire him now?
2: Well, because he might have a great year. Well, next but
6: year. you see I what mean, I'm saying though? If you're if, if you're him, if you're willing to move off of him next year with a bad year, which is always possible with a, a rookie quarterback, then why allow Caleb Williams to come in with and have two different head coaches in two years? Wouldn't you just get rid of him now? Well, but if you did, why wouldn't you bring in Lincoln Riley? Well, you can. Yeah. Um I think if you're willing to get rid of Eberflus next year, you should get rid of him
2: now. Um, and not allow Caleb Williams have two coaches Ireland, in two You're on Lincoln Riley to to NFL head coach after what he's been doing?
3: Well, he, what he's really good at is developing quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, I mean, he could be a good offensive coordinator. I don't think he's ready to be an NFL head coach.
3: Right, but a lot of NFL head coaches, like Sean McVay doesn't spend a lot of time on the defense. He, he lets Raheem Morris handle the defense. That's what oh you, sure, sure, that's what you do with Lincoln Riley. You just but I him. don't
2: think he's running the program well at USC. Why would he run the? the overall overarching program better with the Bears.
3: I don't necessarily think he would, but I think if you look at what he was able to do with Baker Mayfield, what he was able to do with Kyler Murray, what he was able to do with Jalen Hurts, what he was able to do with Lincoln Riley or with uh, Caleb Williams, I think Lincoln Riley plus a good quarterback means success. Now, if if you're counting on him to pay attention to the defense, then don't. I mean, because he yeah no,
2: it's definitely not, definitely not. By the way, according to Bleacher Report, uh, there is mutual interest between the Raiders and current Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh wants to return to the NFL and has a lot of interest in the Chargers' vacancy as well. There is a slew of internal support for Antonio Pierce, whom uh, Mark Davis really likes, but Harbaugh is at or near the top of his list. I don't think there's any way Antonio Pierce gets that job.
3: Neither do I, and I certainly hope he doesn't get it. I think I think he's Coach o. I think he's a guy that that had some good wins, but bottom line, he was a 500 coach, and uh, you know, lost a game three to nothing, an NFL yeah. game three to nothing. I I just think that guys like Antonio Pierce are really easy to find.
2: Yeah. Plus, Jim Harbaugh is kind of an a hole, and the Raiders are outlaws, and that part of it makes sense too. Right. All right, uh, coming up next for you, are going to do some what's up, fool. Remember, it's a combo plate today, so it's us till 3, and then we've got Shidano and Cappy back from vacation. Uh, big day, National Championship Day. We'll have the game for you at 4.30. Rams going to meet the uh, Lions on Sunday night as they punched their ticket yesterday for the 6th seed, beating the San Francisco 49ers. This is the home of the Rams, Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN.
3: If you listen to the show, you know that I'm super into cryotherapy. Um as you get older, your muscles and your joints tend to get sore the more active you are. Now, if you're like me, you pay 50 to 75 bucks to go to a cryo place, you jump in there for 3 minutes, you feel better when you come out. Icepod Active has discovered a better way to ice. Go to this website, IceBodActive.com. Ispotactive.com. When you go there, you'll see Hall of Famer James Worthy. You'll see a testimonial from a doctor. It'll answer all your questions. What Active is, is wearable cryotherapy. They have compression shirts and pants that you fill with ice cold gel packs. I put this shirt on for 20 minutes and it's just like me going to a cryo session. Every time I wear my Active shirt, my lower back, my upper back, my elbows, everything feels better. And it could do the same for you. Look into that website. Look into the what it costs and compare it to what it costs if you're going to a cryo place three times a week. You'll save thousands of dollars, literally. Go to ispodactive.com. I-C-E-B-O-D A-C-T-I-V-E. Ispodactive.com. Check it out. Try wearable cryotherapy. I hope it helps you as much as it's helped me. ispodactive.com.